We all know without branding, there is no marketing. And without marketing, there is no sales. And without sales, well, there is no business. In today's episode, I'm keeping it short and sweet, and I'm giving you three easy steps to quickly audit your own marketing efforts to get you back on track, bringing in new eyeballs to your offers that turn into repeat customers. Let's dive in, guys. What is going on, savages? And welcome to the Business Savage Podcast. I am your host and your business coach, Cassandra Britton, serial entrepreneur, sparking that hunger inside of business owners and reigniting their flame to grow both personally and, of course, professionally. I started my first of multiple businesses at the age of 19, and I have since scaled to six and seven figures. And I am here to give you the tools that you need to expand your mindset to believing you're worthy of it all and the practical business knowledge to make it all happen. If you have a sec, go give us a follow on Instagram. It's at the.business.savage and reminder to hit the bell in the top corner here so that you never miss a future episode as they air. And lastly, If you've been listening here and enjoying, please take a second and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It greatly helps us grow and has allowed us to reach the top 10% charts. That's right, friends. This podcast, the Business Savage Podcast, is now one of the top 10% most downloaded and listened to podcasts in the entire world. Still feels very weird to say that. And it's because of all of your shares, your posts on social media, you texting episodes to friends and requesting topics that y'all want to hear so that I can make content for you guys that you actually find valuable. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's keep firing up entrepreneurs and empowering business owners to grow personally and professionally. That's why I do this. That's why I write episodes on airplanes, on beaches, in coffee shops, and everywhere that I am feeling inspired so that we can all achieve that life of freedom. Okay, friends, it feels so great to be back in Toronto today. I just got in yesterday, returning from my trip to Bali. For those of you that follow on social, you're probably following along with the journey. It was a beautiful journey. And let me tell you, the jet lag, it is kicking in hard. I've been up since three o'clock this morning trying to get back into Toronto's time zone. I'm hearing that it probably will take me up to a full week to feel like I'm back in my rhythm and routine, but I am off on a 12-hour drive tomorrow heading back to my condo in Texas and making a quick stop along the way. We had a ton of messages from y'all saying that Bali is uh, on a lot of your bucket lists, a lot of your bucket lists. So on the flight home, the 23-hour flight home, I might add, I wrote six different podcast episodes, feeling super inspired and creative. And one of them is all about Bali, the entire Bali experience. For any of you that are wanting to learn more about it, you know, the things that I definitely suggest you check out, the things I suggest you don't check out, and all of the good details in between. So stay tuned for that. For now, all I have to say is that it was incredible, very, very beautiful, spiritual, and a super calm energy. I definitely suggest that y'all check it out if you can one day, if you have the opportunity. And I also scoped out a few different venues for our boss retreats for 2024. And I have my eyes set on a venue that I think is going to be beyond luxury and incredibly perfect for us as we roll into 2024 experiences. 
So we have opened up our questions on Instagram and via email for you guys to let us know what it is that you're enjoying and what it is that you're needing to learn from this show and from this podcast in order to keep propelling your business forward. And this one has come through a few times now. So I decided to take the opportunity and write this episode for you guys. So here it is. No matter how new or how old, how big or how small your business is, you need to be investing a relevant portion of your earnings into marketing to continue to grow your business. But here's the thing that I need everybody in the back to listen up to. So if you're driving, pause for a second, listen up, give me your attention. Marketing is not simply posting once on social media and hoping that you're going to get a client. Okay, I feel a little bit better. This drives me absolutely bananas, absolutely freaking bananas. The number of entrepreneurs that I speak to that say they are marketing and they're doing everything they can to generate new leads. And when I ask what that is and try to get into some of the specifics of their marketing plan or strategy, they say, well, I have Instagram. I don't know. I post on Instagram. So without even going down that whole rabbit hole, I'm going to refer you guys back to episode 16, which is, are you leaving all of your marketing eggs in one basket? It is a beautiful episode where I share all of the truths about social media marketing and why you need to be diversifying into other forms of marketing. There's also another one, episode 28, which is um, the mini branding and marketing series. Um, That one's around branding and marketing, how they're PB&J and how they work together. And then there's also a really good episode in the email marketing series that will give you a lot of context around the difference between social media marketing and email marketing. But for now, let me just paint the picture by saying that simply posting on social media, you know, posting here and there, guys, that is not a marketing strategy. Social media is one form of marketing. And that is only when it is actually done properly, efficiently with a brand strategy first, and it's done consistently. Yes, consistently. So if you are the guilty one raising your hand right now and feeling super called out by me, please don't take offense to this, but simply perk up and listen to what I'm about to share with you because there's a whole world of opportunity for you when you realize posting on social media is not a marketing strategy in its entirety. From somebody who spent years working in sponsorships in professional sport, I worked for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Toronto Raptors. Some of you listening here for a while, you probably know my story. Some of you new listeners, you may not know this. So I worked in the sponsorship global partnerships department, Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto Raptors, TFC, and Live Nation, selling our athlete endorsement deals and sponsorship packages for the venues, for the teams, and the players. And let me tell you, social media is a very small, very, very small component of an empire. Now, yes, we are dealing with our very small, tiny little businesses here. We are not professional sport teams with millions of dollars in budgets and an asset that partners will throw millions of dollars at to be associated with. But my point is that they have a social media team. They have a email marketing team. They have an ads team. They have a digital marketing team. They have a web team. They have a sponsorship team. They have an affiliate marketing team. They have an activation team. And the list goes on. In order to scale your reach, you need to diversify your reach. I'm going to say that one more time. In order to scale your reach, you need to be diversifying your reach. So I'm not here to lecture you. You're obviously here because you'd like to make a change. 
So let's dive into three easy places to start. And I'll say that again. I'm not here giving you a deep dive marketing audit with this. That takes a lot of analysis, a lot of eyeballs, and a much deeper conversation. But this is a good place for you to start. The number one first tip I'm going to start with, I'm going to get you guys to ask yourselves this question. Are you currently spending any money at all on marketing? If the answer is no, that needs to change right now. Social media is free for a reason. I'm not telling you to spend thousands of dollars. I'm not here to do that. We're not hiring ad agencies here, and there are many, many levels to this that I'd be happy to share with you guys on a strategy call to give some context of what is best for your business. But if you aren't spending anything on marketing and generating new leads for your business, that's your first problem. You can hire a social media agency that does social media properly. They will do a job 100 times better than you are doing properly, reaching your audience and creating content that will speak to them. You could invest in paid ads. Now, ads is an entire beast of its own. We have an episode from a Facebook and Instagram ads expert. Uh, Stephanie Mitchell was her name. If you'd like to go back and check that out, please don't just go boosting your posts every time Instagram dangles a carrot of a $20 credit and you take the bait, boosting your post, adding a few more dollars to the pile and hoping some eyeballs will see your content. Doing ads properly, having them running consistently for your business is a great place to start with investing some money into marketing. When they are done with proper targeting and ensuring it's getting in front of the right audience. You should also be paying for an email service provider. There are a lot of them that are very cost-effective ways to start. My go-to referral is always going to be MailChimp. I also really love ActiveCampaign, both really great email marketing systems when somebody is starting out. If you get into deeper levels and you end up having a full CRM system, then there are much more advanced options. But to start without overwhelming yourself You should be investing in a regular email marketing system and creating regular email content to your audience. And if you don't even have an audience, head back to our email marketing series to get some ideas on how you can start growing that avenue of your marketing. Or of course, you can head us up for our email marketing made easy program where we teach you exactly how to develop an email marketing system for your business and get you well on your way into turning your emails into dollars for your business. Advertising. Are you paying for any print ad or any advertising space? Are you paying for any sponsorships? Do you have any affiliate programs, any influencer marketing? So question one, are you spending money currently on your marketing? And if the answer is no, that needs to change. And it needs to be relative to where your business is at. If you're making $10,000 a month, you're not going to be spending $5,000 a month on marketing. You need to make it relative to your earnings and where you're at. But you also need to get used to tucking a little bit of your income aside. Sorry, not your income, but your revenue in your business, tucking that aside so that you have a marketing budget. The more my businesses start to grow, the more money I invest into marketing so I can continue to expand my reach. It doesn't just stop because the business starts doing well. Okay, so that's question number one. And again, I'm going to say that it's relative to where you're at. If your business is large and it's doing really well, then you're going to want to spend a little bit more money. You have means to spend that. But if it's not, 
I know a lot of you guys, you're brand new, you're starting out, you don't have a crazy budget to spend on marketing. Make it relative to where you are at, but also be mindful that you do need to be willing to invest in order to get the business growing, in order to get it off the ground, and in order to get those eyeballs on your business the way that you're wanting. Number two, the second question to ask yourself, do you have a proper brand strategy created for your business? So this is not just coming up with your logos, your colors, and your fonts, as you guys know. Drives me crazy. Bonkers is probably a better word. When I hear people say, oh yeah, 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 I've got my branding, I've got my logo. A logo is not a brand strategy. Your branding is your messaging. Your messaging is what tells your audience that they need your product or your service. Without a strong, crystal clear brand strategy first, you won't even know what to market and your content, your ads, and all of your efforts are likely just confusing your audience and spinning your wheels. They don't even know that they need you. Why would they buy from you? And you're wondering why all of it's not working. As y'all know by now, if you've been here a minute, branding is my specialty. I eat, sleep, and breathe helping businesses figure out their brand story and their messaging to position their businesses to stand out amongst the competition. So if you are confused with what we're talking about here and not sure where to start, here's what I would suggest. First, go back and listen to our mini brand series on this show. It is a great place to get your ideas together and figure out at least what I'm talking about and where to start. And number two, you will likely be a very great fit for our Project Brand Digital course. We are finally launching at the end of November. This is a self-paced course and you can do it completely at your own time that will teach you exactly how to create your brain strategy and give you the framework to do that and all of the templates to create the messaging and content that you need to allow your business to stand out. Details, of course, are going to be in the show notes and stay tuned over the next couple of weeks to our social as we have lots of details releasing around its final drop. And the last option for you, if the Project Brand Digital course doesn't sound appealing to you, is we have our Business and Branding Bootcamp, uh, which you can always reach out. It is a series of three calls, three very specific calls where we strategize and help you actually create the brand strategy for you and with you. Okay, so if you're spending money, check, and you have done a strong brand strategy, check, check, you're ready for my number three to finish off your marketing audit. Or perhaps you're zero out of two and now you're really understanding why your phone isn't ringing off the hook yet. So number three and my third easy step tip for you to do a quick self audit with your marketing I'm going to get a little bit aggressive here, so bear with me, and I mean absolutely no offense to anyone, but I need y'all to be really, really brutally honest with yourself, because I can't do it for you, about the quality of your content and the quality of your offer. So here's what I mean. If you're paying for marketing systems, maybe you have a really great email marketing system, Um, maybe you have a really functional website and all of the marketing funnels, and you've had a really strong brand strategy created for your business, but you're still not seeing the results that you're looking for. It's now time to look at your actual offer. Let's relate this to the real estate industry to start. You can have an immaculate property 
to showcase. But if the photos that you use to list that property are taken on your iPhone, they're blurry, they're dark, and they make the space look small, it won't sell. Think about it. How many of you have gone to buy a house or lease a condo or a new commercial space for your business? And the photos were so terrible and the marketing or the advertising of this specific unit was so terrible, you didn't even open the link or you just kept on scrolling and didn't even think that it could be an option where it really could have been the perfect option, but the content did not do it justice. If you're a coach, your content isn't clear what you do. It is one of the number one things I see with coaches and consultants is it's very freaking confusing what it is that they even do. There's no face to the brand, right? The audience doesn't even know who stands behind the brand or you're not clear what you do and who you help. It won't sell your offer. It will not sell if it's confusing. If your offer sounds nice to you, but it's not even clear what your audience needs, it won't sell. I'm going to relate another one back to the beauty industry because y'all know that was my first business. I have seen really great artists who have checked off all of the boxes, doing all of the marketing things right, but they're not being successful. And it's because the quality of their content, the photos that they're using to represent their work is subpar. You cannot post an out of focus, blurry image with blood and lymphatic fluid still on the skin, maybe a giant pimple and unbrushed eyelashes and add some funds to it, and expect that it's going to perform. And here's my last one. If you're selling hairstyling, but your hair is constantly up in a messy bun and you're not representing your brand in your content, it won't sell. There are many aspects to analyze when it comes to the quality of your content. Those are just some cold hard truth examples for you. And only you can do this self-audit. But you need to be brutally honest with yourself. Now, I'm not saying you need to go buy a fancy camera or you need to spend thousands of dollars on having a professional photographer or videographer shooting anything for you. I'm actually not saying that at all because 99% of mine, I still do myself with my iPhone. If you were a buyer, if you were a potential client, if you stumbled upon your ad, your website, your emails, your page, would you follow you? Would you say, oh, wow, this is beautiful. Look at this. Or wow, I need this. There are metrics that will actually tell you how long the average person is spending looking at your content. Did you know that? The ones that scroll right on by and then the ones that stop and they hold the screen and they look at it and they look and they look and they look. There are metrics to tell you these things so that we can understand what our audience is liking about our offer, which pieces of our content they're resonating with the most, the ones that are performing the best, so we can give them more of that. You need to have the right offer in front of the right audience and displayed in a creative and captivating way. When all three of these boxes can be checked, you're investing a relative investment to where your business is at into marketing. You've done a strong brand strategy to start and you know exactly what your messaging is and your content is fire and your offer is unbreakable. The leads will start pouring in. As I've mentioned earlier in this, if this has piqued some interest and you're curious where to start getting some guidance around revamping your branding and marketing, we offer completely free consultations to have a chat, 
give you some guidance on the best next steps that are unique for your situation and your business, regardless of how big or how small it may be. We also have our Project Brand Digital course launching end of November, as I've already mentioned, and our regular coaching programs, which are available, including the next round of our Business Savage Academy membership, which is starting again early January. And the link to join the waitlist for that is, of course, in our bio. Any questions, please head over to our website for details, or of course, my DMs are always open for you guys. Okay, savages, I hope that you enjoyed this short and sweet episode to do a self-marketing audit and ensure that you're at least on the right track with bringing in new leads. Reminder, your marketing job is to get more of your ideal audience's eyeballs on what you're doing, but that needs to be crystal clear first. Don't forget to hit the bell at the top corner so that you never miss a future episode as they air and follow us on Instagram for all of the beautiful things in value that we are sharing there. And of course, if you'd like to join our email list and you're not on it yet, then you can do so via our website, www.thebusinesssavage.com. Remember, a savage will get knocked down. Guys, it's gonna happen, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys.